The following podcast is sponsored by SuperheroStuff.com. Sci-Fi For Me Radio presents Jason Hunt, Timothy Harvey. This is H2O. Welcome, everyone, to this 100. special, special edition. 100 of these 100. things. 100. That's a you lot know, of coffee. We share this milestone with Bar Rescue <laughs> on Spike. They're having their 100th 100, <laughs> 100th episode this weekend, as are we. <laughs> um, you know, uh, uh, congratulations, Bar Rescue. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I've heard of this show. I haven't seen it. I'm sorry. You know, it is more interesting than you might think. It is... I mean, you'd you'd get sucked into it if you're not careful. Oh, um, um, what was the there was the one that was uh, Hell Kitchens or or Oh Hell's Kitchen? Hell's with, Kitchen, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched a few of that those episodes. I know, and it's it's like wow, yeah. these people are terrible. Yeah, but um, <clears throat> not to not to pull the lid off the the magic trick or anything, but having been involved with reality shows. Um, <laughs> no, so, yeah. it's not. This this show is. It is. It's real. These are real conversations that we have. They're not anything made up. No, no. And, uh, uh, and we actually, times... actually, most of the time, we are actually in the same room like this. This is not the only stage thing about this yeah. is that usually there's a little more distance. That's true. Between That's us, because usually, usually, yeah, usually you're sitting over there and mm-hmm. I'm sitting way over there. And, and in this particular instance, uh, for this episode, not only are we recording the audio, but we're also recording video, right. which we're posting on our YouTube channel, Sci-Fi mm-hmm. for Me TV, because why not? A yeah. hundred, a hundred, a hundred of these things. I, you know, I, I, I got to thinking, looking back, our first episode was August of 2013. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's two and a half years ago. Yeah, which is, if you're doing the math at home, you'll say, but wait a minute, that's more than a... Yeah, no, we've, had, we've had a few weeks where we didn't have a show. Well, we also we also weren't initially weekly. That's true. We were yeah, every other yeah. week. Yeah, episode 15, we mm-hmm. went weekly when superhero stuff came on board. And they said that we were weekly. Yeah. <laughs> we were like, we said, oh, well. Okay. Okay, sure. <laughs> Do we have enough to talk about every week? You and, know. And th- funny thing. <laughs> I, I think maybe there's been a handful of weeks that I could count on one hand. Where we really, really struggled to come up with a topic. Well, yeah, because most of the time it's it's um, pretty obvious. I mean, there's there with as much as genre entertainment has become as high profile as it has become, yeah. as so much of the mainstream now. Um, there's always a piece of news or a piece of casting or a new movie or a new TV show, and and it's rare when we hit that period, usually in between seasons. Mm-hmm. Of some, mm-hmm. you know, where where you know, yeah. Unless there's a uh, unless there's movies coming out, yeah. Then they've got something to talk about. Or we there. just talked about some big thing, and like then the accident, our lawsuit, and then something, and then that's all they're anybody's talking about. And then the next week, it's like that's all everyone still is talking about. You're yeah. going, yeah. But there's other. Th- are there other things? Is there, there anything actually, else to talk about? There actually are some things to talk about this week. We've yeah. got Brian Fuller coming on board the new Star Trek TV series. Yeah, and that everybody makes me happy. seems to be excited about well, that. Okay, let me let me qualify that. It makes me potentially happy, right? Because um, 
you know, he was involved a little bit with, with Voyager mm -hmm. and Voyager had some ups and downs as a show yeah. in the writing. Um, but he was also on first season of Heroes. Right. But he did Pushing Daisies and he yeah. did Hannibal. And quite frankly, um, those are two of the most interesting shows on TV. Um, well, and, at, at, and during the times they were on, you also consider that Fuller has been trying to get a Star Trek show oh, yeah. on the air for how many years now? Right. I mean, this is not a, this is not a, uh, uh sure. Why not? It's yeah. more like a, please let me help kind of situation. <laughs> yeah. You know, you, you could almost see him just going, going, um, I, I just, can I, can I just, just be there? Yeah, just give me a uniform and I'll do it. Yeah, yeah it's kind of uh, like Peter Jackson with a dollar. Like, right? Well, uh, which would you would you produce the show? Uh, sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can see yeah, that. Twist yeah, twist my arm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I'm, I, right. that it, it 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 is a positive thing I think for a lot of fans, and that's the reason why people are reacting that way. Yeah, and and it'll be interesting to see what he does with it because now the question is, because he's been pushing this show for mm -hmm. so long. Does he go back and say, I want to do this show that I've been pushing for so long? Or does he have a mandate from higher up that says, you're going to do X show? Because a lot of people now are talking about Angela Bassett would be a good choice to play the captain. I would agree with that. Hasn't she already? And studied, I don't, Angela has No, not Angela Star Bassett. Trek. Who was it that played the, the captain in, um, she, was, she was one of the captains in Star Trek Four. And I don't remember who that was, but I, I recognized her at the time. And her name escapes me now. We'll have no, to look it yeah. up. But, um, but yeah, that uh, people are already starting to talk about casting. Oh, of course. But the question is, are we? Are, you know, is Fuller going to do his show, or is he doing somebody else's? Well, show? I, I, he's the kind of person he's got. The, he's got the track record that I'm sure they asked him what kind of show he wants to do, and they probably I'm sure they have ideas themselves. And then the question is, which universe is it in? Well, he I I think he has he has expressed the idea that he'd interested in, interested in seeing what the next generation universe of the new oh. spin-off series, the the new spin-off series, the new the movie the new movie series, what that next generation world would look like. Um, so we recast Picard and Riker. Well, that and would all be that? that would be I mean, the question because I think what I think what kind of dumb. Well, he's he's also said that he kind of wants to do his own thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, we do it in terms of in terms of the crew, right? So having like well, okay, so to, you'd be at, set at in point, that time frame and but maybe not with that crew. Well, no, maybe. so it'd be more like you know because he he's expressed his interest in doing like a show about the Reliant or a, a completely separate crew, not an not an Enterprise, right? Um, but another Starfleet vessel. I could buy that. And honestly, I think I would be fine if he just wanted to tell another, if, you know, go ahead and tell another set of stories in the movie universe as a TV show with a whole different crew. And that way you're not worrying about, you know, and then, and then, you know what, then you get your guest star from the movies to show up, you know, uh, yeah, but, um, well, I know, but there's, <laughs> the there's, new movies are crap. there are many, many people who like them. So they're you, crap. you have to they're accept uneducated. that. <laughs> Folks, yes, um, I will say that again. The people who like it's the Star okay, Trek, okay to like the new Star Trek movies. Those Star Trek movies were made for people who don't know Star Trek. Well, and that's what and, and that's the problem with them because they're not Star Trek. Right, but the question is, is what the new film's going to be like? And from all the things that we've heard people saying about what we, the audience, are seeing in the trailer, it may is be too little, too late. Well, but I mean, Kirk on a motorcycle on another planet, really? Wouldn't be the first time, yeah. Beastie Boys? I mean, it come on. Be, well, I, I mean, know, I know. But again, Simon, Simon Pegg is one of the writers. 
And yeah, but Jim Kirk reads Horatio Hornblower. He doesn't listen to the Beastie Boys. Well, we don't know that he never listened to the Beastie Boys because we never heard Jim Kirk really listening to music in the original uh, series. Yeah, uh, yeah. And he read Horatio Hornblower. Um, uh, but it took how many episodes for us to find out that he read Horatio Hornblower? Still. I'm just, I'm just saying, we don't have to like all the movies. Walking pile of books. I know. He I know. was called. Well, I yes, I know. But we've also established that the... That the his Academy years in the new universe were different than his Academy years of the original universe. However, well, Shatner wants to come back in and do play Kirk again. I don't get that. <clears throat> Why in the world would he want to do? Oh, did you see that thing about him and and, and Nimoy having having a falling out at the end there no. in the last few weeks? Uh-uh. He went somewhere and I don't remember what it was. Um, apparently, he's been filming a documentary mm-hmm. about Leonard. Okay. And or or. or uh, Maybe about their friendship, or he was doing something, and he showed up at a thing where Nimoy was speaking, and had a camera crew, and apparently, apparently Nimoy didn't take too well to it, and he stopped talking to Shatner about six eight months before he died. No, I didn't hear that, and never never resolved it. Mm. And Shatner's sitting there going, "I will never know what I did." And it's it's going to stick with me the rest of my life. I have no idea what happened. And I'm mm. like, wow. Yeah. For them to know each other that long. And for something like that, for whatever it was. Mm-hmm. I mean, you would think if they were if they were friends for that long that, hey, you did this thing, you chump, and I didn't like it. You'd think that, that somebody would say it. It was, it was very, it's very, very odd. Yeah, that's very too bad. Odd. That's too bad. One thing that's not odd, the episode number, 100. That's right. That's what we're doing today. Um, now, for the last few weeks, we have been soliciting your questions because we figured, you know, this being a special episode will involve the audience a little bit right. more. Yeah. Do kind of a little ask us anything mm-hmm. type of thing. And now we've got our... Really cool, awesome sign here behind us. We figured we'd show it off with a little video. So, I have in my hot little hands the questions. Yes. Now, there's not as many as I'd like to have. Well, you know. But it's a start. That's right. Hey, it's people It's people who are listening to the show. Yes. Who have decided to ask us a question. This is a, this is a good thing. This yes. is an interaction. Yes. Thank you. Thank yes. you very much. Yes. Okay. So, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to shuffle these at random. All right. Because, you know, random. And I'm going to pick one. Mm-hmm. This is from Thomas. Okay. What do you see happening a year from now? In general? <laughs> I'm assuming that he um, means with SciFiForMe.com. There will be an election. <laughs> there will be a new president. People there will, will be a new season of a show. People will die. People will be born. People will get married. People will divorce. There you go. That's what's going to happen the next year. Um, there, there will be new technologies invented. That's right. There'll be old technologies that we wish were, were still around. Um, I don't know. There's what a are, box of Betamax at the office. I found. I've, I've got two yeah. uh, two boxes over there of beta of the pro beta. Stuff For those got. of you who at home who do not know what a Betamax is, find the old person in your life and ask them <laughs> what what uh, what, what did VCR un, unfairly replay, uh, replace? Yeah, really. Okay, so what do we see happening a year from now? I'm assuming with regard to all of this. I would assume so. Um, 
You know, that's <laughs> such a loaded question. You, well, you, you, you take a stab at okay, that. Okay, well, first. I will, because we just, we just rolled out a sister site, HorrorForMe.com, uh-huh. and it is brand new. Uh, we're about a month into it, really. Yeah. And uh, slow growing, um, because we're still trying to figure out what we exactly how we want it to be, because we've had several years for sci-fi for me to, to try this and try that, and, and we're still trying yeah. things. I mean, we're always going to keep doing that, because there's some things that, that work for a while, and they don't work, and the thing... Next st- month is our seventh yeah. anniversary. Yeah. So, I mean, it's... Um, it's a constant experimentation just to figure out what we, and, and because we're all doing this because we're, we're having a good, good time doing it. It's not because we're getting paid. So it's some of it's figuring out what we have time to do and do well, yeah. because we want to do it well every time. And so we just started Horror For Me. So we've got that rolling out. We've got, um, we've got plans to, oh, we're going to, we're going to be decompressing and, and dissecting what stuff we're doing with conventions over the next year. Cause we've got mm-hmm. so much going on with conventions. Yeah. Uh, we've got WorldCon coming up. We've yep. got uh, Planet. Planet Comic Con coming up. Kansas City Comic Con. Yeah. So, and and WorldCon is going to be a big enough thing that we're going to be trying enough stuff with that that we're going to be talking about what worked and didn't work probably for a year <laughs> <laughs> to figure out because it's, it's a, we're, we're trying something on a new scale yeah. for that one. Um, there's a lot of stuff potentially. Now, hopefully, hopefully, well, we have an intern again. We do. We yes. do. So yep. hopefully we will have um, uh, more recaps and more articles. We keep talking about um, it's and and this is something that that if you if you're a listener and you don't you've heard you've heard Jason and I talk about this before. But if you're if you're not if you haven't seen it if you don't if you're not old enough to remember seeing it or haven't come across it at a convention or a comic store, there's a magazine called Starlog in the seventies and eighties. And uh, the great thing about Starlog was that it was a uh, a magazine for the fans at a time when you didn't have the internet, right? So you couldn't just get the information that you wanted about everything. You had to wait. And so every month or so, these guys would come out with you know a six-page article about designing the interior Blade of the, you know, Blade Runner or the interior of the Enterprise from Star Trek The Motion Picture or... Yeah. Yeah, this is... Starlog, I ha- I have all for all those of you who are listening to this. He's holding up a magazine with the word Starlog in my right there. You in go. my hand, this is Starlog number one sixty mm-hmm. from November of nineteen ninety. This is copyright nineteen ninety because it's John Wesley ship on yeah. the front John cover Wesley of the, ship the, on the Flash. Cover of Flash. Did you see? Did you did you see uh, the Flash this week? Yeah, I thought, yes, I did. Welcome to Earth. Uh huh. Yeah. Did you see him? I saw it. Yes, I know. <laughs> crossover. All the crossovers yeah, saw, are there. We saw Connor Hawk. Mm-hmm. We, we saw, saw Supergirl. Supergirl. Yeah. Yeah. When Supergirl, I almost came off the chair. I was like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Jonah Hex, Grodd, and yeah. uh, and the John Wesley ship Flash. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, that's awesome. And and that goes to my other my original theory that in some universe somewhere, he's the Flash. That's right. Yeah, we just saw it. Uh, yes, you did. Yes, we did. <laughs> I feel vindicated now. <laughs> um, but okay, the interesting thing about this yeah. magazine is, look at this, and this is a 1990s. The interior of the magazine is in black and white. This is not a color spread kind of deal. Right. Um, there were, they did have color, they did have color pages every now and again. Yeah, they got here's, here's um, a, there's you know, but but they were they were limited and and sometimes uh, uh, it was the big stuff, right? So right. here's here's a uh, a profile on Kim Hunter mm-hmm, from Planet right. of the Apes in this same article now. 
some people don't know who Kim Hunter is. Right. Uh, here's a here's a profile on Edward Judd. How many people have heard of Edward? Oh, Judd? Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, but this is this is what alienation. Star- yeah, this I mean, is what Starlog would do. Thing. They yeah. would they would go into detail about stuff, and this is something that we've talked about for a while because we keep we try and do this every now and again with with some of the articles and things that we write for uh, sci-fi for me, and we, I'm trying to do some of it over on the horror side as well. Um, it seems like everything I try and write for the horror side turns it into an editorial. <laughs> um, but what has ha- what unfortunately happened is that Starlog went away, yeah. and. Well, it got killed by the internet. Well, it did, but also it, it it and many other magazines, not just not just Starlog, but a lot of magazines took a hit. Yeah. Newspapers and magazines took a big, big hit when the internet became the primary source of information for a lot of people. Yes, and since most of you will be listening to this on the source of the on you know through the internet, we like the internet. The internet's great. Lots of cool things on the internet. However, um, things like Starlog went away. Well, Fangoria bought Starlog, and mm-hmm. a few months ago. It's, a, no, it's, kind of, it's been longer it's, than a few months. Yeah, it's been probably, longer. Probably, probably close to a year. April of 2015 is the last update they did. Yeah, so we're looking at this going, oh, hey, look, Fangoria's doing Starlog. Well, that's cool. Yeah. And then nothing happened. And yeah. it basically was a, we have the name. And nothing. And nothing. Yeah. And, well, and, and they have a staff. Mm-hmm. And they have people to generate content. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, April of 2015 was the last thing that they posted. April 19th of 2015 was yeah. the last thing they posted on Starlog.com. Now, this now is not they, a... they do stuff over at Fangoria. Oh yeah, and, so. it's, and not to bash Fangoria. Okay, Fangoria is, is one of the one of the great names in in uh, as as a magazine and as a website. It's one of the great names in horror. However, um, I it... sent an email. Yeah. I sent several emails to Tom DeFeo. Yeah, and I said, "Hey Tom, notice there's not a whole lot going on with Starlog." We could help. We'd be happy to help. Mm-hmm. We, oh, would, yeah. we would love to help. We would love to take this load off your hands and, and let you... Nothing. Yeah, well... Nothing. There are a lot of different reasons why why they may not be... Or they aren't doing anything with it right now. And, and I think they're taking a loss. They probably are. They're taking a loss for taxes. It could be. But, what it is. Um, Which is a shame, too, because it's Starlog. Yeah, but but again, it, it, it's, a, it's a thing of a certain age, right? So if you're if you're old enough, if you're if you're in your late thirties, forties, fifties, you remember Starlog. You remember the fanzines. You remember you remember when this sort Star, of stuff was. Starlog was, was the ultimate professional fanzine. Right. It mm-hmm. was it was what everybody else had been doing with the mimeograph machines and handing them out in your neighborhood. But this one was the one that actually yeah, got this was this was the pro money. level. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's uh, where we want to be. Yeah. And so it's and and if it sounds a little odd to be sitting there and talking about a. a a magazine which is no longer being made as as the bar. It's because whether whatever the economics was of keeping a ma- magazine published, um, the quality of the content. Yeah, right. That was that was the thing that went. And That's the bar. Yeah. So so we're looking at stuff like that. We're looking at what we're doing here and what we're looking doing over at Horror for Me, and and that's kind of the goal. So so we talk about this all the time, and so every we talk about this all the time, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but and you guys don't you should the, hear me talk to myself about yeah, it. Yeah, so there's that. that too. Um so it's it's over the course of the next year, um we're just going to keep trying to do this and trying to make it bigger and better. Um and try we're going to have so many stories at a Worldcon. I hope so. We are going to have so many. Well, I mean just personally, yeah. we're going to have stories because you know, we are for for the for those of you who remember Worldcon of course is where they have the Hugos and of course there was a big controversy of the Hugos. 
Uh, which Wait, is, what? Yeah, that's true. Which is gearing up again already. Uh, the, 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 the factions are dividing. And we're going to be there. We're going to be actually yeah. in the room Ground for zero. this. And should we survive, I alone... I alone have returned to tell you. (laughs) (laughs) If we survive, we will have great stories to talk about. Uh, So, I mean, yeah. Gilgamesh and Inkiru (laughs) at Uruk. Uh, From the depths of hell, I curse. Literally from hell's heart. You you had a good answer. I don't know that I want to answer it. Um, (laughs) Well, see, I'm of two minds. I see because I because I'm I'm big picturing everything right, sure. and, mm-hmm. and then then you get into the n- n- nooks and crannies right. and you know get into the weeds. Um, there I right now I see two possibilities because I'm always looking at alternatives and and stuff right. and and of course watching the Flash has me thinking about alternate universes. Somewhere out there, <laughs> we are wildly successful. We are the standard. For genre journalism on the web, we stand above IO9 and Newsarama and everybody. Um, In the real world, however, Mm. um, no, I I see there's two possibilities. There are either uh, either this is our last year, which I hope is not the case, or somehow, and that's that's the that's the thing right there. Somehow we figure out that one thing mm. that gets people aware of us. Yeah. I mean, we've got a great team. We've got great people that are writing good stuff. We've got great content. But people need to see it. And that's the trick. How do you get people to see yeah. what you have? And... Part of that is word of mouth. Part of that is social media, and we're doing all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're we're posting selfies on Instagram and doing the silly things like that. But I'm like, how do we get people to know? Because part of promoting any business venture, you have to spend money, right? And as many times as we can get to the conventions. And put ourselves out there, you know, we've got a booth or we just walk around in our shirts and we're handing out cards or whatever. You know, the cards cost money. Right. The travel costs money. Right. Um, buying, program, uh, buying ads in the programs for the shows, that yeah. costs money. Sure. Um, and we're not made of money. And we no. don't have Richard Gelato. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it. it's the... Hate to sound like a downer because well, it's an honest it's an honest answer. And this yeah, is... but the the one thing that I want people to take away from this is not that I'm 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 not expecting us to fail. Mm-hmm. Um, if we do fail, I want us to fail up, right? You know, and and figure out okay, well that didn't work. Let's do something else. The the challenge then becomes uh, promotion. And awareness. And that's the biggest hurdle that we have to to face. And that's always been the biggest hurdle that we've mm-hmm. had to face. And we've got, you know, 25 people, you know, 2,500 people following us on Twitter. And we've got almost 1,600 people following us on Facebook. But the traffic on the website itself doesn't reflect that. No, but interestingly, we do end up seeing a lot of traffic through our old website. Yeah, that's, the, that's, that's. Because we've got, we've got, we've got Sci-Fi 3.0. 
Yep, which is which is what we're on now. But if you go over and find our old <laughs> WordPress site, which is we still post things to because people still read it, we've got close to six hundred people that are following us on that blog. Which is really interesting because it's yeah. it's not the current site. Well, the the thing that that surprised me and when because it had been sitting there dormant for a while, mm-hmm. and I thought, you know, we should be using this. Yeah, somehow. I mean, it's it's, so, it's real estate. Why not yeah. take advantage of it? So we started reposting our articles. Well, mm-hmm. the repost doesn't have the full article. Right. It's just got an excerpt from the beginning of the article, and you put whatever picture you want with it, and it's got that, and it says, you know, the rest of it's over here. Mm-hmm. Well, the rest of it over here isn't getting traffic, but it's this part <laughs> here. The thing. And, and yeah, close to 600 people following our blog, and we've got new people following 2.0. Mm-hmm. And people are liking stories years. and things like that. It's you like, know, well, what's going on? I'll I mean, take it. We'll take it. Yeah, yeah sure, but it's but just it's yeah. just weird. It's, it's curious. It's very strange. So if you're listening to us through this and through our old site, um, you can come over to the new site. We'll let you. Well, uh, you know, and it's funny because I've pictures got, are better. I've got and... two things pinned to the very top of that. Uh, I know. It says, "Here's our new site. Come see it. <laughs> we have a new site. We've moved. Come see it. Click here to see our new site." I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> well, but but in 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 talking about that exposure, things like WorldCon, mm. where we are going to have a kind of footprint that again we're talking about having a. a we're not going to tell you just yet because there's all sorts of spoilers coming up. Well, yeah, there's yeah. Um, potentially, potentially, where we don't have... We have plans for Worldcon that are going to depend on certain things going a certain way. So until we find out for sure... One way or the other on those on those particular elements, they're they're logistical elements. They're not they're not anything having to do with any of us. But uh, but it's a it's it's a huge huge technical undertaking on their end as well. So yeah. it's yeah. that's part of that's part of what, what we have to find out. But if that all goes well, we are going to have a visibility that we have not had with the f- community. Yeah. A lot of the community we hasn't you know, if they don't know we exist, they're going to have a chance to sit there and meet us. Well and I would also, well. you know, talking about being a year from now, I would also like to be the local resident experts. You know, for the the news programs, or mm, you know, sure. mm-hmm. if if the if the NBC affiliate needs to have somebody come in and talk about the new Marvel movie, mm-hmm. who are they going to call? I want them to call us. Sure, yeah. You know, oh, the guys, well, yeah. you know, CBS and Topeka, they need to talk about Deadpool. I want them to call us, you know, because no. we're we're here, we're yeah. local. That's right. So that's one of the things we're going to try to do. So we we one of one of the things that I have determined we need to do more of, and I'm going to I take this on myself. We have uh, we have Cami doing the newsletter again. The newsletter right. is back, and you can sign up for that over at the website. Uh, that's going to come out every month about the middle of the month. That's the plan right now. Mm-hmm. So we're going to try to grow that, and then also um, do more press releases mm-hmm. to try to get us more exposure and whatnot. So maybe a year from now, we'll be getting 350 page hits a day instead of 250. We'll take it. Next question. <laughs> also from Thomas. What okay. is what is the weight of an unladen barn swallow? <clears throat> now, I have a feeling that this is a trick question because the question really should be, what is? Do you know this question? Is it an African swallow or an English swallow? <laughs> European and African. <laughs> there you go. But uh, to answer this particular question, the weight of a barn swallow is approximately 0.63 ounces. Yeah. Now, 
the speed, again, it's going to be determined by whether it's African or European. Also, wind. Yeah, you got to count for oh, wind. Oh, too, yeah, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. There's, there's, there's physical considerations. I mean, what sure. kind of day is it? You know. Yeah. Sure. Is it carrying anything? Well, it says unladen. Unladen. Okay, unladen. That's that, is so, no. that is correct. That is correct. Okay, yeah, sure. Okay. All right, so next question. <laughs> we didn't say anything. <laughs> we didn't say anything. Yeah, yeah well, that's hey, right. Yeah, it's a right. valid question. It is a valid question. Mm-hmm. We answered it. We did. In two different ways. See? <laughs> yes. You get more than you bargained for that's on right. this show. Uh, this question comes from Ray. Mm-hmm. Ray, who made our sign. Yes. Very, yes. very wonderful sign. Yes, thank you, Ray. It's gorgeous. Recommendations on current books from the last couple of years. Oh, wow. And this is this is tough yeah. because we have, behind the TARDIS there, is a bookcase full of books we don't have time to read. And that's, and that's from the last, I think there's five years worth yeah. of review copies. Some um, of those are uncorrected proofs that we I got know. before they were published five years ago. And the thing is, is that, is that is there's some really good books over there, and we just like, oh, I wish I had time to read that. Yep. Um, I could, And some of those were horror yeah. Which just sat there because we didn't have any place for it. And now that we've got horror books. I'm building a pile and, and uh, I was supposed to. I've got a pile. And I've, Sam's got a pile. Right. And I've, and I've, I've had somebody say they're interested in doing in reviewing some for us. So I'm interested that in having that happen. I think i got to check with Sam and see where he is with there. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, well, okay. The uh, the book series that, that uh, uh, The Expanse is based on. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is hugely, hugely critically acclaimed. All right. right. So if you've enjoyed the TV show. Um, and I highly recommend uh, watching the TV show. I'll be this weekend. You'll see a look back. I unfortunately time got in my way, and I wasn't able to write a review for the last couple episodes. But I'm going to do a kind of a sum up and look back at the first season because the initial idea we had gotten was that the first season was the first book, and it's not. Cool. It's like half of the first book. Oh. Because it ends on a cliffhanger and dun dun dun, I'll, I'll, I'll be talking about all that. But it but um, it's also one of the sharper, sharpest written, well done science fiction series. It's it's the Battlestar Galactica level show oh, we wanted, yeah, right? Yeah, right, right. Um, and so seeing things like the Sci Fi Channel bring things like uh, thirteen monkeys and Z Nation, monkeys. twelve monkeys. <laughs> 13 monkeys. Oh, I know what it was. I was talking to somebody about uh, 13 ghosts the other day. Oh, And yeah. so 12 monkeys and... and, and uh, How many monkeys jumping on the bed? <laughs> Z Nation and uh, the, the, what sci-fi is do, trying to do right now. So you end up with a show like The Expanse and you're going, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So so those the, that, that book series, I think that anything by Jack McDevitt, just in ba- the baseline right there. If you haven't read Jack McDevitt, he writes... Uh, and he puts stuff out he every. Just, he just had one come out here not too long ago. Yeah, he did. He um, and he, we didn't get it. It is. It is solid science fiction. In a couple different ranges, so you can have stuff that's very, almost esoteric, and theory, mm. and big picture kind of stuff, and some stuff that's basically just space opera. But it's always solid writing, and I highly recommend Jack McDevitt any chance yeah. you get to read him. Uh, the Fifth Wave. Was pretty good. But the uh, film, the mo- unfortunately, the movie the movie is out and has not gotten good reviews. No, no. the book was pretty good. It was okay. I mean, okay, let me qualify that because the fifth wave is like 
all of the other stuff. The yeah. Hunger Games and right. all those. You know, it, well, it was, it, was hung, then, it was Hunger Games for the alien invasion set. Yeah, and yeah. it was in, in its young adult. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know. Not, uh, not every young adult novel can be Harry Potter. Well, I or, wasn't too impressed with Harry Potter. Or, Harry uh, Potter was a good, was an easy read. Well, but I mean, as the, as it progressed, but, it got know, much more it got much more complicated, you know, or yeah, or the Golden Compass, or some of these other series that where they really get into the you know the, the where they're treating teenagers yeah. like. Uh, oh, speaking of which, did you see Cassandra Clare is getting sued for copyright infringement because I of Shadowhunters? I did see that. Yeah, yes, we are we we recap sort of we're recapping the Shadowhunters TV series on mm-hmm. Freeform, formerly ABC Family, um, mainly because I we know the lead right and. She may not remember that we know the lead, but we know the lead. She's from here in Kent City, and so out of a out of a certain sense of loyalty and support to our our friend Catherine, mm-hmm. you know, we've been watching the show, been recapping the show, and as the show progresses, it it doesn't remind me of Nine Lives of Chloe King yet. Um, it because it does it does all of <laughs> all of the things that Chloe King did wrong. Oh, okay. Shadowhunters is getting right. All right, okay. However, it's still written for the tween set. Mm, sure. And it's that angsty tween set. And I watch it and I think, yeah, it's okay. It's all right. But you're not the target audience. No, I'm not the target audience. And I'm not bowled over super impressed like it's appointment television every week. Sure, sure. You know, oh, I've got to know what happens next. Mm-hmm. Well, I can probably tell you what happens next without seeing it. But it's it's solid. I mean, everybody yeah. everybody is putting their best effort into it. I think um, maybe if they had a little bit better budget, if they had a, I mean, the the special effects on there are are pretty good. Right. The one huge major quibble that I have is the fact that their swords look plastic. Oh. oh. And it's it's glowy plastic. You know, it's like it's got an LED inside the plastic because they're glowing swords. Right. right? Yeah. Uh-huh. And they. They look plastic. It's like as bad as like the the science fiction films that kind of came out after Star Wars, where everybody had the glowing sword. Mm, not quite that good. Okay. Oh. Oh. Ow. This not that quite like, that good. This is like Ouch. dime store your your dime store toy prop that you oh, get for oh. you know a dollar plastic. No. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well. Yeah. Um. That's too bad. I have, I have not actually watched it. There's, I'm, I am behind on all the other shows that I am not trying to recap. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm behind on the ones that I am trying to I haven't to seen any episodes of The Magician. No. Uh, Ray's got recommendations here. Peter Klein's mm-hmm. um, books called 14 and one called The Fold. Uh, I've heard of The Fold. Ernie Klein, Armada, and Ready Player One. Ready Player One. Uh, uh, moved back. Right, to get moved back. Um, it is, but... That book has had a huge, huge uh, impact on mm-hmm. on a lot of people. Jim Butcher. Oh uh, yeah. The Codex Alera series. Uh, I, I would recommend anything by Butcher. Um, mm-hmm. The uh, the much missed attempt at making the TV show with uh, oh. Oh yeah, with uh, Black uh, Paul Blackburn. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. I just the, and I would the... I was completely going out of the way. The um, Harry. Harry Dresden. Harry Dresden. Dresden Bob. The books, I, the TV show was always a little bit off. It didn't have quite the same, no. um, but you know, Butcher's from here. Yeah, we should get him on a show. We should, um, because I've enjoyed all of his books. I've enjoyed everything that he's written. We should get him on an echo chamber. That'd be great. Have him talk about stuff. Um, okay, second question for Bray. Mm-hmm. What is 
our favorite Marvel big event crossover story? See, I've never been a big Marvel guy. Okay, so that's a tough one to answer because the comic book years for me, the big formative comic book years for me were the 80s and the 90s. Because I was a teenager in the 80s and then a college student and and at one point still had money to go buy comic book stores and money? buy comics What's all the time. Money? <laughs> it's little green pieces of paper. <laughs> that that, that, that no longer has any value. That uh, have ideas behind yes. it more than anything else. Um, and so uh, so much of so much of my comic book um, foundation comes out of the Crisis on Infinite Earths from from DC, yeah. which nobody had done that. I mean, you didn't have Marvel had nothing like it. No, no, no. Well, no, they didn't do anything like that until Secret Wars. Yeah, and so to some degree, Secret Wars was the big crossover. One that I'm talking Secret Wars one, Secret Wars two, was horrible because the Beyonder in in eighties or nineties jacket with shoulder pads and a perm, and it was just terrible. Um, Liefeld drew it. Oh no, actually he didn't. Um, no. But uh, I can't remember who did. But it was terrible no matter what. It was just written very poorly. But mm. the first Secret Wars was. Amazing because it was the, it was that kind of scale. Now you couldn't you couldn't Marvel didn't need to do a crisis on Infinite Earths. They didn't need to do a, a universe reshuffle. Yeah, because at that point they didn't have any right except six one six. But it was the first time that you, especially if you were a teenager, the first time you got to see all of these heroes together. Yeah, and all of these villains together, and Doctor Doom seemed like a real threat, and. Um, you know, Colossus, uh, Colossus fell in love and had to leave it behind. And all these, you know, these, there were all these character moments and these beats that you weren't necessarily expecting from, from characters you hadn't necessarily heard of, but it actually made you want to read some of the other titles. Right. So if you were buying the main title, and this wasn't, this wasn't like it is now where if, you know, now you buy the six issues of the main title and the 150 issues of every other <laughs> spin-off title. Yeah. So well, now, it wasn't like that back then. Well, Crisis on Infinite Earths did that because well, you had you had the 12 issues mm -hmm. and then you had the spin-off issues into the solo titles right, for, but the, but, for other stories. But you didn't have, you to, didn't read, have to have those. Right. If yeah. you if you were just reading Superman and Crisis, mm -hmm. you could do that. Right. If you were just reading Batman in Crisis, you could do that. You could bring Supergirl in Crisis and do that up until I, a point. I, I read uh, <laughs> Crisis. Um, I have still, I, I've still got all of the Crisis books. I've got, um, well, not all the books. I got Crisis on Infinite Earths. I got right. 12. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and, and yeah, they're not Marvel. But again, you're right. I didn't, I didn't have any of the Marvel stuff when I was growing up. And mm -hmm. now I. I couldn't tell you from Adam what's going on right now because you've got you've got another Secret Wars that's going on now. Right. No, the Secret Wars Secret and, Wars is just wrapped up now. Secret Wars, right. the current Secret Wars is actually really really interesting because it has um, it is a sequel in name only because it's kind of you know just like everything out of DC is a crisis. The best stuff, quote unquote, best stuff that comes out of Marvel is a war. So, Secret War, Civil War... Invasion. Invasion, yeah. yeah. So, um, now, if you 
I, I've been I've been impressed with the stuff there that's been going on in in uh, the new Secret War series, uh, mostly because they've they've been able to go and spin off and do these some really really crazy titles with this patchwork Earth that Doctor Doom built to right. out of all the universes. And it gives them an excuse to get rid of the Fantastic Four for a while. For a while, and and actually get the Fantastic Four a nice uh, uh, tip of the hat on their way out. Yep. Because their exit their exit was actually kind of cool, but. Um, Things like uh, the, you know, having the scrolls infiltrate the Marvel universe and basically take over, you know, be the heroes for years and years and years uh, was pretty impressive. Uh, Civil War, Civil War started off really solid. Uh, the Onslaught series, the Onslaught storyline from X Men, mm-hmm. um, which brought in a lot of the other Marvel characters at the end. Yeah. Uh, although the, um. Heroes Reborn arc that ran out of that from uh, I want to say Jim, was Jim Lee and Rob Liefeld uh, was terrible. Yeah. Um, and and yet oddly enough, they would do it with uh, uh, years years later with the uh, rolling out the new um, uh, Ultimate Universe. So they did the same kind of thing. So they got it right the second time. Yeah. So, well, and then um, over on the DC side, you got it. You had the Armageddon in two thousand one. Sure. Mm-hmm. Which did did that actually happen in two thousand one? I don't think it did. Uh, I want to say it was thread through most of two thousand and then built up two thousand one. That introduced the character Wave Rider. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, which get you know the, that character doesn't show up in Legends of Tomorrow, but the name of the ship. The name of the ship right. is Wave Rider. It's a it's a wink and a nod <laughs> there. Um, okay, so Ray's got a third question. Mm-hmm. And his third question is something that has been burning up us uh, in, yeah. in the back of our heads mm-hmm. for a long time. And here's what we're going to do. We're going to answer that question after the break. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> when we come back, we will answer Ray's question. We'll get to more uh, more discussion, more questions, more answers, and more coffee. We will let you hear from our sponsor, SuperheroStuff.com, and we will be back with more H2O right after this. Sci-fi for me. It's more like a big ball of wibbly-wobbly, timey-whiny stuff. Where can you get the latest cool superhero and sci-fi merchandise? SuperheroStuff.com! From t-shirts to keychains to cookie jars and everything in between. Superhero Stuff has added more buyers to the staff, which means more stuff, which means more for you to choose from. And don't forget the Hero Box, the must-have superhero mystery box. A $70 value, just $49. Visit SuperheroStuff.com today and gear up with your favorites. SuperheroStuff.com! Where heroes shop. Behind the scenes tidbits, production notes, casting, news, games, toys, reviews, interviews. We've got a little bit of everything. Plus, you can sound off with your thoughts and comments. And who knows? You might be in our next episode. Star Wars news, we call it Salacious Crumbs. And you can check out new episodes only on Sci-Fi For Me TV. Whoa, where'd you get that shirt? Bought it at the convention last week. It's an atomic cotton design. Atomic cotton? Yep, they got t-shirt designs from sci-fi, horror, cult films. All the shirts were really unique and fun. I had to get one. I gotta wait for another convention, though. Nope. AtomicCotton.com. I ordered a shirt. Shipping was super fast. Atomic Cotton, where Erica and Zach combine their passion for art and film to create wearable art. All original, made with a love for the genre. Coming to a convention near you very soon. Or find them on the web at AtomicCotton.com. Atomic Cotton. Shirts and art for fans by fans. This is meteorologist Brian Busby. If you're traveling to a convention, be sure to check the weather. 
We have the latest forecasts on the conventions page every week at SciFiForMe.com. Back on H2O, our 100th episode. It's crazy. Uh, and cool. We've been having episodes. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess we'll have more. We will. Um, yeah, but uh, one of the things that I have noticed on some of our past episodes, especially since we've moved over to podcast.com as our new host. Yeah. Um, the, the, the weeks where we get very specific in our discussion topic. Mm-hmm. Those are the number. Those are the ones that have much better numbers. Where you know, like, we talk about the Axonar lawsuit, right? You know, the demise of Doctor Who. We get we get very specific in our topics, mm-hmm. and you know, seventy, eighty, hundred, hundred and twenty uh, downloads that are counted. You know, that's right. not counting. That's still not counting iTunes. Mm. So if you listen on iTunes, the only way we're going to know is if you rate it, mm. yeah. and and do some recommendations. And then also just you know send us an email. Let us know h two o at sci fi for me dot com. Let us know if you listen on iTunes because um, I'm hoping that our numbers get better because come to find out I messed up. Uh oh, I messed up. What'd you do? The URL feeds. Mm-hmm. Right. The the ur the URLs for the RSS feeds. Mm-hmm. For the VIP and the ASAP and the one, two, three, right? Uh-huh. Um, uh, the original ones were sci-fi-for-me.com slash blah, 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 right? right? Mm-hmm. For each show. Because we were, we would upload our audio files to our site. Right. And then right. the RSS mm-hmm. feed fed off that. And those were feeding into iTunes and they were feeding into Stitcher, mm-hmm. remember, and Double Twist and all that. Well, we've got a partner account with Stitcher. To update all of our, you know, we have a dashboard mm-hmm. to make sure all of the links and everything are there. We got a oh, right, note. Sure. We got a note from Aaron in Alaska last weekend saying, "When are you guys going to be back on Stitcher?" <laughs> so I'm like, "What?" Uh oh. <laughs> and then it hit me, oh, because. And I have to, I have to confess, there are so many different places where I have to log into something, right, yeah. and keep track of something, mm-hmm. and do whatever with whatever. When we switched everything over on podcast.com, well, all of the feed URLs changed. Right. So we resubmitted it all to iTunes, mm-hmm. and that was fine, and that and that got switched over inside of about a week, and it was mm-hmm. you know no problem. All right, so we've got everything, as far as I know, everything everything over on iTunes is is where it's supposed to be. But I didn't think about Stitcher, because when I loaded up to Stitcher, I loaded it by the URL. Right. I didn't I didn't do a search, because at that time Stitcher didn't couldn't find it, so I had to manually enter. I wasn't even thinking, and didn't remember that I had, you know, we'd signed us up for a podcaster account mm-hmm. on Stitcher so we could update this stuff. So over the weekend, I updated all of the feed URLs on Stitcher, and every single one of them pop up red because I, our website wasn't on them either for whatever reason. Hmm. Yeah, go figure. And so the, the it would pop up. 
you've sent in a change to this URL, da, da, da. it'll have to be reviewed basically for oh, every single sure, show. Sure, of course. Right. right. Now, we've added two new shows, 8-Bits and Grimly Speaking, mm -hmm. which is the Grim podcast. Those two shows, I got emails today saying, congratulations. <laughs> there. What? I was like, great. Now, what about the other shows? The other five or six or right. however many we've got. Because oh, wow. we submitted, I submitted them all at the same time. Mm -hmm. So I should be getting emails all at the same time congratulating me on the successful sure, update of our feed. Well, that yeah. hasn't happened yet. Right. Well, it will, I'm sure. Yeah. We'll, so, be back. we'll be back on Stitcher. So those of you who listen on Stitcher, it's coming, but we did post uh, on Twitter, we did post direct links to every show. So right. if you're listening to a particular show, uh, you'll find those over on, on Twitter. We should probably throw links up on um, on Facebook as well. Right. Just to make we sure should, yeah. that we that that we do that. Okay, so as part of our one hundredth episode, we are doing an ask ask us anything. Ray asked us three questions. We asked mm -hmm. you the first two. To some degree. Yeah. <laughs> the third question. Right. I know what this question is. The third question has mm -hmm. to do with a particular set of DVDs yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. that he sent to us mm -hmm. as a gift. Mm-hmm. Ray's very generous. A million yeah. years ago. A million years ago. Uh, uh, an anime series called Steins Gate. That's right. And in his nudge, nudge, wink, wink, elbowing us. Mm -hmm. yes. Hey, what do you think of Steins right. Gate? First hour. Yeah, all he asked about was the first hour. I can answer that question. Can you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I can't. I can answer the question. Excellent. Yes. What do you think of the first hour? I car I carved some time out and I I I put the Blu-ray in and I was watching it. It is surreal. Mm -hmm. I like the animation style. Mm -hmm. um, it's not the it's not the chibi wide eyed right, right, yeah. anime. It's the more realistic sure. artwork. Uh, even though it's stylized, you get a lot of crosshatch. It's it's rough, mm -hmm. but um, it's I like the animation style. It's uh, on the back of the of the cover art. It's described as Big Bang Theory meets Donnie Darko. And I can see that because mm. the lead character is kind of like Sheldon Cooper. Okay. In his, you know, he's very smart, seems like. And he has a certain way of looking at the world. That is not necessarily how everybody else looks at the world. Okay. Uh, it involves time travel. Uh, the first episode, there is a satellite that crashes into a building and seems to be the instigating incident for everything that happens. Hence the Donnie Darko yes, comparison. Yeah, right. so there's, um, the, yeah, it's, 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 it's interesting because he's got, he's got the little girl that follows him around. I guess she's, you know, teenager in her 20s. And uh, there's death mm -hmm. and there's confusion because... He's like, I sent you a text this morning. No, you sent me that last week. So apparently the texts that he's sending are going through time. So the time travel, I, we haven't seen anybody in particular, we haven't seen any people go through time travel yet. Mm -hmm. But his communications. So information are, is traveling. Yeah, this, yeah. so it's, a, it's an interesting take on, on time travel and, uh, yeah. It's it's intrigue. I'm intrigued. 
I'm intrigued so far. So well, that's one half of, of us who have seen the hey, first half hour. I can <laughs> check right. that question off. <laughs> Congratulations! Yeah, we we have tried so we and we talk about this all the time. It's like we're, we need to sit down and have like a day, or we just binge watch this stuff. Mm-hmm. And yeah, because we got the whole series on Blu-ray. Right, I and there's like 25 episodes or something. So and the problem is. Is that finding a day yeah. when we can actually just sit down and, and where we don't have family or work or a shoot of some kind or well, I'm, consider my that, car's running. <laughs> <laughs> Your car ran away. My car. My yeah. yeah. Um, well, you consider that um, on the weekends, on any given weekend. Mm-hmm. On Sunday afternoon, we're recording Rogues Gallery. We're right. talking about the DC. And Sunday night, uh, we're doing Sunday night. If Sunday night's Walking Dead. Walking Dead and Walking, which come back back this weekend. Yeah, and um, I just started back in with Week in Review mm-hmm. on right. Sci-Fi for Me TV. I don't know how long that's going to last because twenty people watching the show is not enough <laughs> to justify me. <laughs> it is a lot of it is it is a it's lot a of effort. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, it's not as much. Because uh, Chris Jensen and I were talking about it a while back, and he made some suggestions on format. Mm-hmm. And we're doing a little bit different format with Week in Review this time around. I'm doing a top five, you know, top five stories of the week, and they're doing some other news. Sure. And what I'm doing now is instead of going through and making all of these graphics and making it so graphic intensive, that, that's what took up the most, right. most of the time, is at the beginning of every story, I've got a full screen. So what you'll be able to do, viewer, on Sci-Fi for Me TV, you'll be able to scrub through the video. Oh, okay, yeah. So basically, you can find the stories you're interested in, mm-hmm. like the Lego Star Wars Force Awakens. There's a big full screen. That Here's says Lego story. Star Wars Force Awakens. Got it. And the next sure. story is, um, well, like on this last one, uh, next story. the next story is... Um, uh, you know, I take take your pick. You know, grim. You know, grim casting. Whatever. You know that. So there'll be a full screen at the beginning of every mm-hmm. story, so you know when the stories start, and you can say, "Okay, cool. this is what I want." So I don't know if it's going to help or hurt. Um, this last, this first episode back, I think we've got maybe what twenty two, twenty three views. Oh. I'd like to throw a couple of uh, a couple of zeros after that. Oh well, of course, yes. Two, three, four, five zeros after that. But, um, you know, it's interesting. I was noticing a trend. Mm-hmm. And, and we talked about this a little bit. I was on Alexa.com. Right, yeah. I was looking at website ratings. Now, this is rankings. This is not traffic. So I don't know right, how, yeah. this, how this correlates. But I was looking at not only the, the genre sites like mm-hmm. io9 and us and everybody else. But also just regular news sites, mm-hmm. like Time and Newsweek sure. and, and Fox News and NPR, Wall Street Journal, that kind of thing. And it's interesting that all of them, except for three, all of them are trending down. Mm-hmm. And some of them are trending sharply down. Right. Um, all the Gawker stuff is just taking a tumble. So io9, Gizmodo, all of those, they're just <laughs> gone. Um, now, granted, they're still getting a whole heck of a lot oh, yeah, of traffic I mean, yeah. we are. Right. But interestingly enough, uh, CNN has kind of been doing the, the wave. Mm-hmm. They're, sure. they're maintaining roughly about the same spot mm-hmm. in general. Um, Fox News took a bounce. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is down. 
except Rolling Stone, which starting in January just slung up. Hmm. I mean, just up, 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 up. And then uh, Cinema Blend, mm-hmm. the clickbait site. Right, yeah. Clickbait. We don't do it. Um, <laughs> they're trending up. Vulture is another one trending up. Mm-hmm. They're another sometimes clickbait ish. And then there's us trending up. And I thought, I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, granted, our rank is you know, right. Well, yeah, no, we're else is at... up here and, you know, in the hundreds and the thousands and we're down here in like 230,000 yeah. rank, but we're up. Right. And our bounce rate is better this week than it was last week. So, you know, there's things are improving. Sure. But I, I, I saw that and I thought, I wonder, I wonder if this is a trend where, because we, I had heard at one point there was there was talk on the internet uh, because you know I, I in in the course of my work I'm always researching marketing right, trends sure. and advertising stuff and whatever, and I kept seeing for the long, for for about a year, the every now and then the stories would pop up. Do you even need a website anymore? Mm, you know right. the value of the website. What are websites good for anymore? Because now everybody's over on social media. Mm-hmm. You know, you get your Facebook page, you got your Twitter, and you get your Tumblr and all that other mess. So now the question has become: What do you use a website for? Mm, right. How yeah. useful is a website? Because you know, if it's not mobile friendly, because I, what was I saying? There's one point one billion users on Facebook. Mm, yes. Mm-hmm. 1.1 billion. Yep. That's a Carl Sagan billion. And 52% of them 100% mobile. Yeah. They're not on a computer. They're I don't on know how phone. they do that. I don't either. And, and, and part of it is, part of it is, okay, this is... <clears throat> It's a decent sized cell phone. It's not, you know, it's not uh-huh. huge, but it's not it's not tiny yeah, either, it's, it's, right? So it's got a good screen. I could actually watch a movie on here. I watched a doctor episode of Doctor Who on this thing. Um, but I wouldn't do it all the time. It would no, it would bother me. But see, but but social media to me is different than media consumption. You well, know, if you're okay. gonna go, you know, someplace like YouTube. See, I don't I don't think of YouTube when I think about watching movies or well, Netflix or anything. I'm not gonna watch it on my phone. Right, but that's crazy. Right, and and I wouldn't watch it on my phone most of the time either. So, on YouTube, I'm watching that on my computer at home. Yeah, and you know, if I want if I want to watch it really big, I plug the laptop into the TV, and oh sure, you know, sure, yeah, and, I've done that. Well, and we get uh, you know we've got Netflix here, so sometimes sure. we'll get YouTube through the through the Netflix, mm-hmm. you know, or the Wii. Right, um, but I, no, not all the time. But I think for I think that for me, social media. Well, social media is a platform. It's a platform mm-hmm. for whatever it is you're putting out. So right. it's it's not it's not where the content lives. It's what directs you to the content. Right. So the question then is, if if websites are a thing of the past, mm. and social mm. media is only a channel, a path to get to wherever mm. your content is, then where is it you're supposed to be putting your content? Right. Well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, mean, the other, just, I think the other yeah. thing to bear in mind is that we all look at Facebook and Twitter as being these things that are just evil part. Well, no, just they're they're part of the landscape. Except, remember that prior it is a dark, 
broken <laughs> landscape. It's going to be okay. Um, but prior to Fog. <laughs> prior to Facebook conquering Inky the world, blackness. there was a site called MySpace, and they conquered the world too. And they died. And we all well, had we all had a friend named Tom, and <laughs> um, and yeah, it's. Well, MySpace still exists. It's a mm-hmm. music site now, essentially, Kinda, from what yeah. I can tell. Um, I still have a, an account. Oh, I do too. I discovered. I, I've got one for, I discovered uh, this. That my password is still stored in my in my uh, uh, really? browser. I, I was able to log in. You don't clear your cache. Well, I do, but I hadn't. But God, but, but there's but there's a I got a special file for passwords. Right. right? So okay. And and I was just like, oh, wow. I say I my have MySpace still works. I have a MySpace <laughs> account for yeah. I've got a MySpace account for the movie. For, oh right, for the sure. Details. Yeah. My personal MySpace account is gone. I I got rid of that one. Um, I it, forgot to. I forgot. I forgot to to get rid of it because I yeah. I pretty much you know. If I could, I'd get rid of all of it. Well, yeah, but <laughs> because I just I'm one of those I'm one of those people now. I envy my best friend's husband. Mm-hmm. Sonia's husband does not have any social media at all. He refuses to get on Facebook. He refuses to get on Twitter. He's got no no use for it at all. And I so, sit there and I say, I salute you, sir. So Angela, uh, who is the equipment manager for the Independent Filmmakers Coalition, right? I can't say that's it. a job that I had as one of my several jobs for the organization, and I was happy to pass it on to somebody else. And she was genuinely fascinated. She doesn't know anything about. She just she doesn't make movies. Mm. She doesn't, but she likes movies and she's fascinated by the process. So she really enjoyed learning about the equipment. We, of course, we use social media. We use Facebook for communicating to the board. And so it's quick and easy. We can talk to each other very fast. And she has not had a Facebook account. And so there's been this, and it's interesting because people going, well, we need to get her onto Facebook. And I was like, no, we don't. She can be on Facebook if she wants. She doesn't have to be on Facebook. I have her email address. I will send her an email. I have her phone number. Mm-hmm. She, you know, we, we text each other from time to time, so, you know. And she showed up on Facebook. Uh oh. And it is. Did they have cookies? She has. She is. As, Facebook well, is the dark side. Well, of course, we always have cookies over here uh, in the dark side. But no, she uh, and and she has did you know set up the minimum amount that she needs for her account, and and she's using it as a tool, right? Which is, which is fine. So see, and that's what I've gotten to do with my with my personal. Facebook mm-hmm. is pretty much the only thing that I do with it anymore mm-hmm. is promoting one or the other of my companies. Right. Because I'll promote all of this, mm-hmm. all the sci-fi for me stuff and the horror for me, and I'll promote my production company work. Right. And that's it. I don't, I don't do anything else at all. <laughs> I don't post pictures of my kid. I don't post pictures of my dog. I don't talk politics, I don't post pictures of my food, I don't care what you eat, you don't care what I eat. Have I ever taken a picture of my food? I don't think that I have. Other people's food maybe, but not on my own. Now, when any time, no, the only the only real times that I've been, that I've taken pictures of food is to send to somebody and say, "Hey, look what I've got." Or, or look what I'm doing, you know, this it turned out pretty well. Because, right, yeah, know, yeah, I'm, yeah, te- yeah. I'm testing a recipe mm-hmm. or something like that. But I don't, I don't post that stuff on Facebook. Now, there no. have been a couple of times as a gag, I will post something on Instagram. Because I remember oh, sure. on, on, our, on the Sci-Fi for Me Instagram, I posted the other day, the <clears> Breakfast <throat> of Champions. It was, a, it was a bowl of Cocoa Puffs and a coffee. Right, of course. Yeah, because that's how you start your day, right? 
And you should have had a you should have had a bottle of ibuprofen in the background because that would have sounded better than I did. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> been yeah. Perfect. I've got I've got two bottles of ibuprofen. I got one in the kitchen. I got one upstairs. I need to buy more ibuprofen. Yes. Um, Make a note. I am I'm not an addict. I can stop any. No, no, I really can't stop any time. I need to have the ibuprofen. <laughs> well, the ibuprofen and the coffee. Oh yeah. So and speaking of which, if you work for a coffee company. Oh yeah. If you manage a coffee company, if you own a coffee company, if you know somebody who does, we like coffee here. We drink a lot of coffee. That's a lot of coffee. And it would be a perfect fit we for would somebody love to have you. who likes to sponsor podcasts. Sponsorship opportunities do abound oh, yeah. here at Sci-Fi for Me Radio. And we have a Patreon account. You know, we were talking we about because we were talking about what where do we want to be in a year mm-hmm. and the fact that everything that we want to do is gonna cost money. <laughs> right. Um anybody that wants to support us with uh, with something other than an attaboy, um, we do have a Patreon account. It's patreon.com slash sci fi for me. And you can donate. We don't we don't hype this up too much because I, I hate yeah. I hate sounding like you know that and and I haven't managed it very well, I will admit. But the the Patreon account is basically uh, across. A it's if if public television and uh, Kickstarter had a baby, <laughs> that's what this thing is. It's crowdfunding on a subscription base type of level, where sure. you have you have a monthly commitment that you decide what level you're going to put the money into, and it automatically goes every month until you tell it to stop or you change the change the amount. And it's kind of like Kickstarter and Indiegogo are a fixed time period. Right. And it's you have 30 days to raise this kind of money or you get 90 days or whatever. Whereas Patreon is an ongoing thing mm-hmm. where uh, it's, it's like any other automated payment that you would make for like utilities or... Uh, but you also get things You also stuff. get things for your subscription, essentially. You're essentially yeah. subscribing to the, to your, yeah. your, your, uh, subscribing and, your support to. And I will throw out the meal cup. I have not been very good about managing that because yeah. we've got a, we've got a private, uh, Facebook group mm-hmm. for the Patreon donors, which I sporadically will post stuff over there. Um, and, and we gotta, we gotta do better about, uh, I, I say we, I gotta do better about, uh, managing that. But, you know, so far nobody's dinged me on it. Yeah. Well, it's, and it's, so, I think the I think I the folks I think I the folks who are this episode somebody's going to That's right. Well, but be... I also think that the folks who are supporting us, the folks who are our fans appreciate what we're doing to the point where But they also they also know that because we can talk about it enough that this is something we're doing because we love it. We're not doing it yeah. because we're getting paid. I'm not getting paid. Are you paying other people? No. Are you I'm sure? Not. <laughs> and you know how many if I hear no, I'm not gonna. I'm. 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 I, what? I, no, I get. Uh, I get a. I get one. Who keeps saying, "Well, you know, if you paid me." Oh well, yeah. Uh huh. Sure. Well. Well, you know, nobody's get paid. Well, you know, they're all volunteers. Like you remind me one more time that they're volunteers. <laughs> I know they're volunteers. <laughs> I know because try to get them to do anything because they're volunteers. You do it. No. I should probably cut that out of the show. Um, okay. Last question. Okay. Right here in my hand. Mm-hmm. Right there. Last question. This comes from Jason, mm-hmm. not me. Right. Other Jason than Kansas City. Right. The question. If you were going to attend Planet Comic Con, would you support a filmmaking screening of local talent? Now, 
Let's parse that question a little yes. bit because there's two there's two or three different pieces of that. Mm-hmm. Let's take the first one first. If we're going to attend Planet Comic Con. Yes. Yes, we will we will be attending Planet Comic Con. Yes. It's going to be our eighth Planet Comic Con in a row. And who will we be interviewing this year? As many people as possible. And are we going to have somebody as, as cool as uh, uh, well? Our, our various the people you got to to, to play hope. host with um, for for the Edward, panels. Edward James Olmos is going to be a guest. Yeah. Alan Tudyk mm-hmm. is going to be a guest. Uh, Jason Muis, Mace. How does he pronounce his last name? From uh, Jay and Silent Bob. Oh. Um, is it Mays? Muse. Muse. Yeah. Yeah. Jason Muse is going to be there. I, we haven't heard anything about Kevin Smith being there or not. Right. I would expect they probably would at some point, maybe, might be there. Mm-hmm. Stan Lee is going to be at Planet Comic The Comic-Con. one, the only. The Stan Lee. Making, making his cameo appearance at the con. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what we ought to do? Oh, that would be so funny. That would be so funny if Stan Lee made a cameo in one of our shows. I would love that. That'd be fantastic. Oh, that would be so much. Well, let's get him on level 117. <laughs> Just for fantastic. five minutes. Oh, yeah. That would be Okay, so so yes, we are going to be at Planet Comic Con. We're going to have a big presence out there. I have talked to Kirk and Crick, uh, Chris about um, how much access we're going to have, mm-hmm. um, internet access being one of those things, right. but also panels and interviews and all of that stuff. We're going to try to do more, better, bigger, faster this year mm-hmm. than we have before. Right, um, which is what we try to do every year. Actually. Yeah, and and part of that is because we're gear, you know, we're testing things. Planet Comic Con is the field test for some of the stuff we want to do for Worldcon. Right. Which we're not going to tell you about yet. Yeah. But that's going to be that's going to be the place where we we work some of the bugs out for some of the stuff we want to try. In a friendly in a friendly environment because they've been yeah. they they like us a lot. So yeah. and been, we like them. Right. And 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 uh, I have seen that Kirk has posted he's not apparently not going to do any of the panels this year. Oh, right. Which means more for me. That's right. More for us. Yes. Yes, because we have other people on our staff that want to get into moderating panels. So we, we do back? that kind of thing. Huh? Is Ming Na coming back? Ming not going to be <laughs> back this year. No. All right, I'm not going. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, so there's that part. Right. So, yes, we are coming to Planet Comic Con. Would you support a filmmaking screening of local talent? Now. Right. It's a loaded question mm-hmm. with a loaded answer that must be measured. Yes. Because um, how much can we how much can we say? Because we haven't really we need to we need to get on. Well I can we, 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 gotta, we, we, we can gotta, say this much that the the Kansas City has a very strong um, film community, independent film community. Yes. And um, they are aware that Planet Comic Con is coming up. Yes. And... And Planet Comic Con is very aware of the film community in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. And that there has been some suggestion that combining the two would be made of candy. And unicorns. Should, and, should we go ahead and? Well, we, I think we can because we, 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 we probably should. Well, yeah, uh, we were, because well because because we don't want just uh, it's not just limited to Kansas City, right? Well, and and anybody, we anyone to, anyone in the sound of our voice. Yeah, but we need to actually follow up and get some meetings going with this right. stuff so we can actually plan it. So what's what's happening? We were out at Maker Fair mm-hmm. 
which is a local inventors comic-con type of thing and not just local that's that's all over the place right. yeah but and, it was the kansas it city the, one it was the kansas city one and tim comes to me and he says i just talked to chris jackson mm -hmm. planet comic-con chris wants to do a film festival yeah at planet comic-con yeah well like i said very okay. uh, a huge film community here in town oh yeah um, and uh a lot of folks who are genre fans who are in the film community and the you know the idea has been kicking around for us not necessarily as as part of Planet or doing a film festival so much mm -hmm. as doing uh, uh, a, a, some some more uh, genre specific stuff that we could program in on our channel right. and and do something either with our YouTube channel or post you know if you've got a short film and we could showcase it somewhere on our website that kind of thing right and we're, we're going to try and do that for horror shorts over on the horror right horror for me and we may do that some of the, more of that over mm -hmm. at sci-fi for me but the the idea of doing a film festival was something that we hadn't really talked about now we had talked about doing a documentary series on planet right you know Oh yeah, because doing the meetings we had, and the behind we the had scenes this, and all of this. Was, I mean, and that's the kind of thing that can get really scary really quick because you sit there and go, "I would I would want to start filming from the earliest discussions of this year all the way up to the final yeah. week." Which would going, be now, and it's, you're like, "That's so much footage. Yeah. That's all yeah. the footage. That's that's a full fledged and, documentary. And, and that's, that's not that's, that's not when a, the intern logs the footage. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's when the intern that's when the intern runs screaming um, because it's." Um, anyone who's made a, doc, a full-length documentary knows how much work really goes into it, and yeah, that it, your, your shooting ratio is massive. Oh, good lord, massive. yeah. So, so I mean, it's a really neat idea that would take a lot of yeah. pre-planning, and 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 I think it's still a really great idea. But yeah, but the discussions lately have been circling around the idea of doing a film festival mm -hmm. planned Comic Con, and we would very much like to do that. Mm -hmm. uh, we have been in touch with members of the film community, and they all think it's a good idea. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just now we have to actually get everybody in the same room at the same time mm -hmm. and start making plans for this because there's a certain whatever you may think about the uh, the the whole film festival thing or the Planet Comic Con or any kind of any kind of a convention it doesn't just happen overnight right no it's not something that we just all show up and throw our tables up and here we go um, there's there's a lot of planning and logistics that are involved so we have to get. We have to get everybody on the same page uh, in the planning phase of mm -hmm. this to figure out how, because, you know, film festivals take on different structures. And we so we'll have to figure out the structure of it. We have to figure out how people are going to enter, what the judging criteria are going to be. Are there going to be prizes? Are there going to be sponsors? And all, who the judge is going to be? All of this. All funny of this funny stuff, story. So. Uh, having, having had the experience of building several film festivals, I have a plan. We just had to sit down and actually make what? it. I know it's crazy talk. Well, we've had a, we've had you never told me your plan. We've had all sorts of. Well, that's because you've been busy. Um, well, well, I figured I would kind of just go in and go. Okay, we can do this and this and this and this and this. And I, it's year one, so yeah. we had a. We have talked. We've. <laughs> it's a it's a science fiction fantasy genre convention. There are a lot of major stars there. Wouldn't it be cool if dot 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 right? So there's always a little. There's always the wouldn't it be neat portion of the program, and then there's the point where as you as you realize where it's falling in terms of your life and the lives of everyone who you're going to ask to help with it, you realize that the first year needs to be the one where you're not trying to kill yourself because there are going to be so Although, many other moving pieces. It would be so funny if if anybody was to make one. 
that weekend. Mm-hmm. Have a Stanley cameo in every single I one know. of them. <laughs> so, so one of the ideas we had, I don't know, I'll tell you this because we're not going to do it. Um, one of the ideas we had, we have a competition here in Kansas City uh, called the One Night Stand, and it is the original timed film competition. Okay, so you've heard right. of the 48 hour film festival or the 24 hour or the whatever. You know, anytime you got somebody going, you've only got so long to make this movie, we did it first here and we do it in 10 hours because sleep, sleep is for other people. Um, but, we were talking about, wouldn't it be neat if on that Friday, the day of the con, the, the day one, or, or some of the folks would possibly show up on, or as early as Thursday. Right. If we could get some of the guests to be part of... Sorry, some of the media guests. Some, some, of, the, some of the stars. Some of the, the stars. Celebrities. The celebrities. To be in short films made by Kansas City filmmakers. Can you imagine? And it would be amazing and wonderful. And the number of moving pieces on this thing was giving me an ulcer. And I having, having had an ulcer, uh, I'm not doing it again. That's so no fun. I figured I figured out that it was, it was a really cool idea, and I really really want to do it next year, <laughs> maybe the year after. Well, and, and one of the things that presents a challenge on that is your agents for these oh, yeah. celebrities are going to sit there and go, "Where's the money? Where's well, the scrap?" Not only that, but the the thing that the thing that we were we were discussing uh, Alden Miller, who's who's on the board with me, and Alden's a filmmaker himself. He's got some genre stuff. He's gotten gotten the works. That he wants to do anyway. That leave this aside. He's got stories he wants to tell, um, and we'll see some of his work over on horrorforme.com, Some of his horror film stuff. Uh, but he he was looking at me and he goes, "What if they're bad? What if the films are bad?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Well, they wouldn't be." Oh wow, no, no, we don't want them to be bad. Edward James almost in a bad. We don't short want this film. unless no, unless don't. unless he was playing it for laughs. Um, but so. I think what I'm going to try and do is I'm going to say, Chris, can we get a handful of them to judge for us or a handful of them to perhaps be presenters at it where they're there and the fans can see them and have another bit of connection with them? Um, Because in many ways, that's that's one of the great things about cons is that you get a chance to connect with these stars in ways that that you certainly – and social media, of course, has been a big boon for connecting with your fans and and with with the actors. Well, and I imagine, too, we could probably get Tom as well. Oh, I'm sure we could. Oh, Tom could announce. I know. Just like he does with the Oscars. I know. So I was thinking about that, too. I did Comic-Con. So – but I'd love to have him judge. Fun. But that's – so I think that if we could get that – if we could get just get you know maybe mm-hmm. you know a handful of these folks who'd be willing to judge the films themselves and and just give you know and even if the content even if it's a really simple contest or even if it's just not it's, it's just a screening and they get to sit there and go our favorites were yeah you know whatever I think the opportunity to to have independently produced content um, local and outside obviously I think I wouldn't just limit it to Kansas City filmmakers um, because people come from all over the country. In some cases, mm-hmm. all over the world to come Planet Comic Con. Yeah. So why limit the the films? Um, it'd be really cool, and we'll just have to see if we can make it happen because we've run film festivals before. That's not going to be the issue. It's going to be getting the moving pieces with the rest of the convention. Yeah, we have to herd all of the cats. Right. And that's that's going to be the challenge. But but it is on the list mm-hmm. of things yeah. uh, things for us to do and. Um, yeah, we'll have to see how it goes out because everybody has responded very positively, very enthusiastically. Oh, this is a great idea. Mm-hmm. Now it's just, you know, trying to get everybody moving together toward the same direction. Oh yeah. There. So. And, and there is a, there is a, a infinite number of meetings 
Yeah, which are hard to be be putting together when half your people are traveling all the time to right. other places and events and stuff. So, because you know, we've got we've got a film office here in Kansas City now. Mm-hmm. So, um, so Stephanie is traveling a lot to back, you know back and forth to LA right. to try to get people to come out and make movies here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris is traveling a lot to other conventions to see you know you know scoping those out and see sure. what they're doing and, and talking to guests and talking to reps and, and that kind of thing. So yeah, it's to get everybody in the same room mm-hmm. is right now that's the that's the first priority is like okay when are we gonna get this done and then you know planning out the logistics and getting all of the all of the pieces in place and figuring out you know how how we're gonna get the entries in how we're gonna judge them and all, all that so long story short you know too long didn't read we are hoping if all goes well fingers crossed if all goes well. Uh, we're hoping to have uh, a film festival as uh, adjacent to Planet Comic Con. It would not be part of Planet Comic Con. It'd be a separate event that would be the Friday night. Right. So you wouldn't have to. Have, you wouldn't after Planet if closes. You, if just going to the screening was what you wanted to do, you would. You could do that. Yeah. Um, and if you, but if you wanted to, you know, go to the con as well. Yeah. Sure. All right. So now. We've answered questions. Mm-hmm. So now I've got a question that I'm going to throw out to everybody out there. Because <clears throat> episode 100, we are videotaping. Mm-hmm. We're going to post it on our YouTube channel. So the question is, and I'm probably going to shoot myself in the foot with this. Uh-oh. Do we keep going with a video every episode from here on out? Not live. Right, no. You know, because, you know, this is this is the 100th episode. This is special, so we're doing video. Mm-hmm. So does this give us a little bit of a plateau that now from here on out, we start doing video? What do you, what do you, you know, you guys out there, you're the ones who are listening. You guys are, are you know, if you watch it on, on YouTube. Sure. Let us know with a comment or, or shoot us an email, h2o at sci-fi for me.com. I, you know, it's not that much more work to set it up for video. Yeah, true. Yeah. And it gives us another place to put the show. Sure. Sure. But if everybody is listening to it, right. then you know, do we do you want to do we want to make that option available. Mm-hmm. But we're gonna leave it up to you guys. We're gonna leave it up to you people out there who uh who listen, who are watching. And thank you um, for listening, by the way. hundred yeah, episodes in. This is this is actually pretty pretty cool that we've been doing this and that people are listening to it. I mean, because we're doing this anyway. We're this is why we even started recording it is because mm-hmm. we have these conversations like we should, we should be recording this. <laughs> we need evidence that we're actually have we're we're pretty smart and funny. We should have evidence of this in case someone requires that we prove it. Speak for yourself, <laughs> sir. I am not smart and funny. Okay, well, I'm, I'm carrying you in that regard. Well, that's true. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. <laughs> no. Have I told you about my lawn lately? <laughs> have we talked about my lawn? Yeah, your uh, your lawn and my porch. Uh, I tell you, um, but yeah, we're we're <sighs> okay. Yeah, so but but yeah, we. I mean, seriously though, we're we're looking at ways that we can do this better. Yeah. How do we do this better? Do we continue on video as well as the podcast uh, part of this? I have had people tell me. Uh, un- unrelated to this, but in some cases where you've got your podcasts and you've got your shows, um, I've been told, I don't listen to your podcast. I don't have time to listen to it. I'd rather read the transcript. 
You know what? I, I, I'd rather skim the transcript and find the stuff. And I'm thinking, <laughs> as long as our shows are, because they're you know an hour or better for right. the most part, that would be a lot of work to transcribe. It would for be well, yes, and and that's because why the, we don't have we don't have that magic transcriber software that would just hear everybody talking and figure no, out what everybody is saying no. and figure out who says it. What yeah, the that would require does, some that. major editing. Um, okay. Well, and of course. Having seen folks actually work with that, they are structuring it in such a way that is a very unnatural speaking pattern. Mm-hmm. So it's... I wouldn't oh, mind doing it. No, 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 no but, wrong. but, but, I mean, but if but, that but, was something that, that would give people more access to our shows, then great. I mean, we're... But, we're the, major, right but now, the major transcribing services are are contracted out. They're, con- you know, right, you're, you're, yeah, you yeah. go to, you know, you either have a department in your own business if you're big enough or you're, you... Part, yeah, that's, that's what we need. Yes. We need an intern who can type really fast. <laughs> in one of those little, you know, one of those little stenography <laughs> yeah, sure. machines, right? Uh-huh, you yeah, know, yeah. the court reporter thing. Done, right? Okay. Or get a piece of software that can hear that I am pretty sure that those little sonographer machines do not have words like Thanos and TARDIS. YouTube has a YouTube has a built-in tool now mm-hmm. and we've used it uh, to create closed captioning right. on video. Um, so I the, there is software out there. Sure, it, sure. And, and Adobe Premiere, which is what we use for editing all of our video what I use here, it has a thing and I've used it a couple of times and it doesn't quite always get it right but it's got a tool that will transcribe mm-hmm. speech from video now one of the things that it has a problem with and i think most most transcribing closed captioning software has this issue is with voices online or on the phone sure yeah because they're <laughs> right there's well there's still built-in distortion yeah, there's, there's different, different layers right and so that that makes it difficult and then if you get somebody like like say we do on level level 77 you have allison you have Catherine that are both female both young females they're both online mm-hmm. they're going to sound almost the same to this machine mm, sure. so then you got to figure out, okay well who said what and what? then you got to go do the punctuation the punctuation's the worst right so no matter what so, you're doing you are there's a phys- uh, there's a lot of post yeah on that and i think it would be great i would you know trans tra- i actually I would, like I would, reading the transcripts on I stuff too i would love but... to be able to do that and maybe someday but if we had a volunteer sure who would oh, yeah. be willing to do that that would be great yeah h2o but... at sci-fi from me.com. I don't know that anybody's going to want to no it's it's, time to do it's that. a fairly time consuming process that's yeah, time well even if we just got the raw transcript, mm-hmm. we could format it. Yeah, because you got know, to you got to cut and paste it into the into the article anyway. So sure. you'd have to be doing some of that in post, no matter what. But yeah, the 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 transcripts would that would be really labor intensive. Mm-hmm. And since we record these on Thursday and we post them Friday morning, that doesn't give anybody any time to do that. No, and, no, you know, it would be something that have would have to come in later. Right. So, uh, we, let's we're gonna let's think on it because there's got to be a way to do it because TV show TV stations um, 
the network affiliates when they do the news, mm -hmm. you know, the you know ten o'clock news and stuff, or ABC News. And, you know, you get those network shows that that you, do they do the special. Sure. And at the end, they said for a transcript of tonight's episode. Right. Da 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 da. PO box. Blah blah blah. Right. And so then... you can actually order the transcripts. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's something we do that we make them available, and if anybody wants one, we can make it available to them. We'll think on that. Yeah, yeah. We'll think on that. Yeah. In the meantime, if you have uh, comments or questions or ideas or suggestions or thoughts or you want to congratulate us for surviving this long without right. killing each other. Um, you, we've <laughs> never actually been in danger of killing each other. You know, I don't know that there's been any time where we've really been upset with each other. No, there's a, on, on, oddly enough, on Facebook, there is a series of photographs that someone <laughs> took. We were having uh, one of the, It was a political It was a political conversation. And it's probably from eight years ago. Was it that long? Really? Wow. Yeah, it probably was. <clears throat> well, so no, he called it Solon. It was, it was at, it was at Frickin' Fracks, which is yeah. a, a restaurant. And so it could have been, it could have been four years ago. Maybe, yeah, maybe. It could have been, I'll, I'll have to find the photo and, and check. It's not that important, but it was, yes, it was a political thing. And it's, it's me doing this. Yeah. <laughs> Jason doing this, <laughs> and then both of us looking like we're just like completely exhausted by the argument. It's like, and we're both just and like, we, uh, and I think we were, and, and we were what like ten thirty at night. Or yeah. So, um, and the funny thing is how little we actually talk about politics now. Um, uh, I, I have gotten to the point now where I don't talk about any. I don't. I don't talk about any of it. Um, I I only talk about it because because enough enough people that I know know that I find it fascinating, and this year especially. People are asking for explanations, mm. and and I don't have any because some of the things you know, some of the politics yeah. is like, how do you? I don't know. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at I'm looking. I'm at a bright landscape. lad, and I don't get it. <laughs> I'm looking at it this year, and I just shake my head <laughs> on both sides. Oh, on both it's, sides, because it's, it's just I just I just don't want I just don't want to know. Yeah. I just so so we don't we don't we don't talk politics. We don't no, talk religion. Yeah. We don't talk. Uh, we talk uh, we talk the weather. Yeah, we talk about the weather, which you can find That's on, right. on, our, on our convention like page. like how I did that? Yes, thank, thank you. you. Yes, <laughs> set them up and on. Knock them down. That's right. Um, yeah, we do, um, we do have the weather forecast for mm -hmm. cities that are hosting events every weekend. Uh, we, we generally will post it on Thursday. Uh, we have a, a meteorologist here in town who, who donates his time, and, right. we're, and we appreciate that very much. Brian Busby gives us the weather forecast all over the world, no matter where... The conventions are taking place. Mm -hmm. um, for instance, this particular the weekend, there's a, a, a convention in, in Arizona. Mm -hmm. There's one in San Diego. There's a couple of them in Texas. There's one here in Kansas City. There's one in Madrid. There's one in Canada. What's in Madrid? Japan weekend in Madrid. Yeah, it's a big anime festival oh, okay. in, in, in cool, Madrid. Cool. So that's all that's going on there. There's something like... 12, if you're in Madrid, twelve or fifteen events. Oh, sure. There are, there's, conventions there's, all over the seems world. There's always something going. Every weekend, there's and, always something. And it's funny because last week there were four, maybe. And so I send Brian the list this week. It's like, here you go. It's starting because <laughs> the next, you know, you look at the the calendar on oh, our sure, page. Oh, sure. Yeah. And there's you know, ten or twelve, fifteen events every weekend for the next few months. Oh, yeah. Well, no. we get into the summer months. You get into the spring and summer and the yeah. fall, and and the winter months. Everything slows down everywhere. So, right. so it's starting to pick up. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> on our conventions page, see now we're rambling. We are because I was gonna I was gonna take us out. I know. You know I'm sorry. Five ten minutes ago, I broke it. All right, so that's gonna do it for us. If you want to leave us a comment, you can on you know, we're talking on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, Google Plus, YouTube, Tumblr. 
did it. I think, yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Or you can send us an email, h2o at sapphireforme.com. And this one's in the can. It is. Congratulations. Episode 100. Congratulations. And should we take next week off? Or just... (laughs) It doesn't work that way. (laughs) All right, so we'll be back next week to talk about other things. Um, And I'm sure that there will be plenty of news to talk about. So we will share that with you. And uh, you can share your thoughts with us. And um, in the meantime... Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Listen to our other shows. Yeah. You can find us on iTunes. Check us out on, on, uh, of course, sci-fi-for-me.com. Horror-for-me.com. Horror-for-me.com. Watch this space for the cool stuff we have coming up. Yeah. Because there is going to be really cool stuff. And our our sign back here. If you're watching the video, you see our sign. This is really, really, really If you're not watching the video, you're missing out on the sign. You're missing out. The sign sign is, is... It's cool. Right there. Yeah. In between us. It's like... Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's going to do it. We're out. Be back next week. Always a pleasure, guys. Thanks. This has been a presentation of Sci Fi for Me Radio. Copyright 2016 by Flaming Dog Media LLC. All rights reserved. No portion of this program may be retransmitted without the express written consent of Flaming Dog Media. This is Sci Fi for Me Radio. 